0: Mr. Adams from Reploi, presidential hero.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is DeVore. You are tuning in to the Not For The Bay podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. NFL Conference Championship Week. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be going over those betting odds and spreads. Also, we're going to talk about the Antonio Brown comments on the I Am Athlete podcast. This this week, as far as him wanting to play with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Also, we plan on having a conversation on the possibility of. The overtime rules possibly being changed due to. The Buffalo Bills heartbreak loss and last week's division around game versus the Kansas City Chiefs. But first things first, though. I know last week we ended up touching on the Ozarks coming out last week and I don't gonna be completely 100 with you. Saw the first 7? Nothing but bangers. Um I again, I highly recommend if anybody has not watched if anybody has not watched the, the that series yet, like you definitely need to go ahead and check it out. But one thing that really is head scratching to me. <laughs> As far as how Netflix is rolling, as far as as far as their TV series is that they decide to they're coming out with parts, like that makes no sense to me. Like somebody's going to have to explain to me sooner or later. Like how 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 does that work? Like do they do they like double their profits or something like that? As far as like having it come out in parts, because like like I said, you I watched the first seven episodes. Like I literally binge watched the first seven episodes of Ozark between Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So I watched two, two, two Friday. And I watched probably like another two, two and a half on Saturday. And then the game started Saturday. And then in the morning, Sunday, I ended up finish up, finishing up the last couple of couple of episodes. So I was like, at the end of the first seven, I'm like, damn, like this literally had me at the edge of my seat. Like I want to watch I want to watch some more. Some point in time down the road, I'm gonna give everybody an opportunity to sit down and watch. We'll probably do like a review or something like that on the show. Um, but as far as as far as like the next seven, like they talk about the next seven gonna come out like 2023. I'm like, yo, that's gonna be like way too long for me to sit back and wait for the next epi- for the next seven episodes to drop. So hopefully we end up getting the next seven episodes um sometime. I'm assuming
2: you're talking about snowfall
1: no nah, I'm talking about uh Ozark like I oh, dropped, Ozark. Oh. I finished watching the first seven and I was telling I was telling the audience that they literally have like they drop it in parts now like I'm like I'm I'm so out of the loop as far as how Netflix is rolling now as far as how they want to do their series like it's it's crazy like I gotta wait another well, screen- the, the- the more
2: views the more views the more money they make so if they're gonna that's the whole point they make more money the more time you watch shows so you so that's why they split the season so that way they can make more money off the views that's that's why they have it like that really that's what other TV shows do too like for example power the last season i think they played like six episodes and then they came back the following year they do that just to split it up so more people can watch it and they can make more money off of the times that how many times is on, you know, appearing on the show. Why you think the actors get paid for, what do they call it? When they play their reruns of their shows, they get paid for that. So the more it's being viewed, the more money that station or that network or that company makes. So that's why you do
1: it like that. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I understand the business side of it, but, but bump all that. Drop <laughs> drop all fourteen episodes so I can watch my damn show. How about that? Because like, if they would have did that for Daredevil or Punisher, or Jessica Jones or Iron Fist, I seriously would have been pissed off. Like, I haven't I haven't watched anything on Netflix as far as a series since Ozark. Since me,
2: since yeah, Ozark. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. That's it. Like, that's the only thing I watch on on Netflix now. Because before I was watching daredevil and all the mother shows and they canceled those shows and then um my girl was watching she was watching you at one point but we we are late bloomers to view uh yeah, you like, so if they would have right, it, right. i haven't so, got some background going on Sorry uh but you're good um <clears throat> but like yeah we were late bloomers to you so um we end up binge watching the whole the whole Series up to where where it is right now, so it wasn't really that big of an issue. Um, but there's something there's some, I wanted to ask you a question since you were, since you're a single man, correct? Yeah. Okay. So let me let me. I need I need I need I had to add this, to this question because I I was talking to some kids today at work, right? And they were like, I was asking them like, so how do you guys like you know? deal with the whole picking up girls situation like you know what i'm saying since the whole covid situation happened like do y'all like you know get covid tested before y'all go out on a date or how how, how does this work
2: that's exactly how it works most of the time I, I know in the single life they ask me are you know are you tested did you get tested? Did you get the vaccine? That's the constant question. And I always tell them, yeah, I got, I caught COVID twice, but I did not get the vaccine, but I feel great. So, you know, sometimes they're like, huh, they don't care. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people don't believe everything that the media is saying about COVID. So it doesn't stress them as much. So a lot of people don't ask. Most, most women don't ask, but a few do ask and, you know, they just want to know. Now, if you're asking if that, if that stops them from being interested it, it all depends. I, I don't know. I haven't met someone to me. If not it hasn't happened to me yet, so I don't know. But I think that is possible because you know how women are. <laughs> Anything, any slight thing, if they see any sign, boy, they cut it off quick most of the time.
1: I hear you. Yeah. I don't envy you at all. I really don't envy anybody that's that's trying to date right now. Like I kind of feel like it's kind of weird. It's hard. Like, you gotta you gotta ask if you're vaccinated. That's almost like, uh, do you practice safe sex? that's what it sounds like to me to be honest with you but um yeah like you just you just literally just violating your whole your whole medical status by telling them yeah i'm vaccinated um did you ever catch covid before like
2: that but but see i don't care about no damn covid i want to know if you got (laughs) to I'm going to keep it clean. I want to know if you got a, you know, a sexually transmitted disease. I don't care about COVID. COVID, I don't, that's just mean. I'm sorry. Care If you got a vaccine, I don't care. That's not my problem.
1: (laughs) I hear you. I definitely want to know if you, if you got an STD before, if you got COVID or not. Right. Yeah. But that's just a, I'm just, that's just a weird conversation to sit down and have like, like on your first date, like that's what you're talking about. Like that's, Oh, how you
2: doing? you know what's going on how how is your day? what are your dreams? by the way, did you get COVID vaccine?
1: <laughs> that yeah it
2: sounds weird, yeah
1: that's, that's just weird. like like you gonna have to smooth your way into into saying that so let me let me ask you this question because the guys was telling me that nowadays they actually look like females literally look at your instagram page to see how many followers you got that, uh, it's that, that's that's just ridiculous to me. But hey,
2: that's what people, that's this that's, that's the social media life now. Everything is social media, which is good. Social media can be great, but also it could be excessive. That's
1: an actual thing? Yeah.
2: Wow. People go People go on your page to see, you know, if you, I don't know, if you got stuff going on for you I, I don't know. People, You can fake it on social media. So I don't know. I don't I don't usually do that. I don't care what you say or have on social media. I try to I try to look for the person, you know, like how, how much how good how good they are of a person. But all that social media stuff, that's just not me. But people do do that. Men and women do that. They judge by whatever they see on Facebook or Instagram, which
1: is crazy. What happened to the old school way of doing things? Don't we miss those? Which was what? What was the old school way for you? you know, the old school way for me was like, you literally just walked up to a girl if you liked her. And then they jot down their, your phone number. And then that was that. Mm. Yeah. That's true.
2: I mean, girl, it's still I, the same. It's just social media is a part of it now. That's all.
1: It's not really the same. Because now, we, not, now yeah. we talk about, let me add you on, on Facebook. Let me add you on <laughs> Snap. Let me go ahead and add you on Instagram. Yeah, that's too much. What I'm
2: saying is, the pursuit of of a woman is still pretty much the same. I mean, if you write a if you write a girl on in her inbox, it's the same way of you approaching her. Well, it's not the same, but it's similar. Everything's through social media now. It's
1: it's crazy. Yeah, you know what? The only bright side to that would be if they actually did have a social media, you could basically find out almost everything about that person by looking at their social media account.
2: Yeah, some people put their whole life on Facebook and Instagram, you know, good for them. Yep,
1: you basically be a walking encyclopedia on that freaking person before you actually sit down on that date. You just be sitting there asking questions you already know the freaking answer to, and <laughs> yeah, you just analyzing. Yeah, you just analyze it like, literally, like back in the day when I, when I started dating, I like literally looked at every single photo. Oh, that's nice. Like they will have like thousands of the photos and I would literally go through almost every single freaking photo. Then I would go through I would look through the comments. I would look through every every friend you have. And no, it's not stalking. This would be called. we have to do our recon before we go out on the first thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Had don't think
2: do. there's nothing wrong with that at all.
1: Oh I'm just saying, like some folks kind of find that kind of weird. Hey, I call it recon, bro. You gotta you gotta know what you get into before I You're don't know about going on a friends things. list,
2: but you know, checking the Facebook just to see what you know how her mood is or whatever. I mean, I understand that, but all that going through friends list, I ain't, I ain't doing that. That's too much. Yeah, I go through the <laughs>
1: friends list. Yeah, I got know, <laughs> I got know who you be associating yourself with because, like, you may end up looking, you know, like a pretty nice person, but if you surround yourself by negative people, that kind true. of stuff rubs off on them. People yeah, don't think true. about that. But it's true, though. That's true. I agree. So, uh, first things first, man. I didn't want to go over. uh, I was kind of trying to wait for Banks to come up in here because Banks was so excited when he heard the news um, on the I Am Athlete podcast. Antonio Brown uh, stated that he wouldn't mind playing with Lamar Jackson as his next quarterback with the Baltimore Ravens. I wanted to get your thoughts on
2: that. I think that would be a perfect fit. For some reason, that coach, he he has all different types of personalities through his coaching career. I mean, he had Ray Lewis, he had Ed Reed, he had Joe Flacco, the calm, relaxed person, and he had he had what was the running back? The one that got in trouble? Ray Rice, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ray Rice. He was able to calm that down if, at least for the football purposes like. So, he I think that he can handle Antonio Brown's personality and I think that would be a good fit for Lamar Jackson and also not that he should be vengeful but he's going to play the Steelers twice a year and he's playing for the rival team so you just you know you want to beat you want to beat down on your rival team so I think that's a perfect fit perfect fit, perfect quarterback he finally needs something he can throw the ball deep downfield I say do it go with it if I'm Baltimore I'll sign him I think they'll be able to keep him in check hopefully you would hope
1: so hopefully they'll be able to keep him in check. Okay, I was going to try to wait for Banks to come up here, but it seems like Banks might be running a little late today. I don't see this being a good fit. Why? Uh, because, like, come on, man! Like, let let let's be one hundred with each other. He don't get he don't he doesn't throw the receivers. He throws at the tight end. So how
2: okay, but that, that would work? change
1: if Antonio Brown is there,
2: uh, Devore.
1: That wouldn't it, change? No, it would not change because oh, that's just how the offense is ran. Like, they Wait, but you can
2: change your offense year by year. You don't have to stay with the same offense year by year. Teams adjust and change their offense. You, they can change it throughout the summer,
1: They could cha- change it, but at the end of the day, it comes back down to Lamar Jackson. Are you willing to change the way you play football to cater to a receiver that's bald, that needs the ball to be happy?
2: That's the thing though, he doesn't have to change his game completely. He can still do his game, but now on top of his game, he has somebody he can throw the ball deep downfield. He has he just, he just has to adjust to the to the receiver, but he doesn't have to change his game completely. Keep the same game, Lamar. Don't change it. Just throw the ball downfield now. Now you have now he actually or he would actually have somebody if that does happen. But I doubt that would happen though.
1: So we 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 talking about an Antonio Brown who thinks that he is worth at least let's say 10 catches a game you do you think that Lamar Jackson is going to be able to fulfill that quota for Antonio Brown I don't think
2: the amount of catches matters in this case because he would be he would be with his I mean Hollywood Brown is his cousin they have that connection there so I don't think he cares I just I just think that he wants to go to a team where he himself feels respected Maybe he didn't feel respected in Tampa or Oakland or whatever teams he was on. But I, I think that for me, I think I don't think it would happen. But if it does happen, I think that would be a perfect fit.
1: I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like if this happens, he's gonna end up destroying Lamar Jackson's confidence even more. He's you always think so? man. If he can't do it with Tom Brady, what makes you think he could do it with Lamar Jackson?
2: That's that's maybe it wasn't about Brady. Maybe it was about the coach and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I don't think he said he didn't have any issues with Brady. I don't think it was Brady. It was just playing for that team, maybe for him. I I don't know. I
1: mean, but I, 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 what I but who who you think has a better chance of getting the ball to Antonio Brown, Lamar Jackson, or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. So is Lamar? Do you think Antonio Brown's gonna be able to stomach Lamar Jackson missing him when he's open? And it's going to happen
2: it's not going to happen because this will be a different dynamic that Jackson would have. He doesn't have nobody to throw the ball downfield to. So I don't think you it, you don't have any faith in Lamar.
1: <laughs> You're right. I don't. <laughs> you don't
2: have any faith in him. I'm like, damn, I'm trying, but nothing can change your mind about this. I don't understand how you have doubts in him, but he still was good enough to win the MVP. Like how, how does that happen?
1: You can win MVP, but at the end of the day, I see past MVPs.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I see what's on the inside. That was on the outside.
2: So, what's on the inside for him? What
1: what's, on the, what's, a, what's on the inside? Yeah. I see I see a whole bunch of throwing erraticness that is just not sitting well with me
2: right now. He had a bad year. I ain't going to let you. He did not have a good year.
1: Yeah, so we're trending. We're trending. Right hey, one guy, okay, one guy went to the playoffs. The other guy didn't even win went, went a division.
2: Okay, but one guy just sneaked in the playoffs because his team was good and he had a running back, and then he didn't have a running back, and then he had a running game. Like he's, you don't understand how good the Titans as a team was. But anyway, that's a different conversation. We'll talk
1: about oh, I understand, but at the end of the day, who's on the team? Who's on the team compared
2: to the, what what he had in Buffalo? Sorry, not Buffalo, Baltimore, offensively.
1: Hey, he didn't have anybody. Injuries happen. You got to overcome the injuries. T- injuries happened in Tennessee, and Ryan Tannehill overcame them injuries and led his team to the playoffs.
2: Not Ryan Tannehill. The Tennessee Titans led the team to the playoffs as a, as a unit. It wasn't well, because of, he was part of the team, yes, but it wasn't solely because of him.
1: Well, while 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 Derek Henry, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones was hurt, who was the leader of the team? The head coach.
2: Don't play that game with me. <laughs> 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 who was
1: who was who was the leader of the team?
2: Man, that man that that man just managed. He just managed the defense played great. They still had a decent running game, not as great as when they had Henry, but that man just managed. He come on now take coming in.
1: It's okay if he just managed the game, but at the end of the day, guess what? He still managed to take his team to the playoffs and won the division and got a first okay. round bye. So that's the to say accomplish something real itself. quick. Before I hop off, What's I up? I
0: gotta say something to G. I
1: gotta
0: say something to G real quick. I'm getting tired of people saying this. <laughs> Derek Henry didn't play half the season. All right. Ryan Tannehill with no weapons. The weapons came back in the last three weeks of the season, right? And he led them to the playoffs. Yeah, he shut the bed in the playoffs. Yes, I got to give him that. But at the same time, you got you to gotta give the man his credit. I'm not saying the man is the best quarterback in the league. You take him, take him, take him out of context, but he did lead the team to the to the playoffs. This He was
2: part play. of the reason. Yeah.
0: No, he was the reason. What must you Oh my God! What weapons do okay. he have? Oh what weapon? No, answer my question. What? Answer my question. Both receivers missed half the season. His running back missed half the season. Right? Mm. He he helped them go to the playoffs. And I keep trying to tell people Dak Prescott is the same as Tannehill. If he learned to audible to running plays, he would have still been in the playoffs. His problem is Dak think he's Tom Brady, but he's not. He's he he is Tannehill. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm serious. He is. He's the same quarterback, bro. He's the same. He's no different. He's the same. If you put Dak on the on, on the Tennessee Titans team, you'll see how sorry Dak really is. Dak's been on the stack team his whole career, bro. His whole career. He hasn't done shit. At least Ryan Tannehill went one game away from the Super Bowl once. He ain't done. Yeah. So give the man his credit. Just give him his yeah, credit. I, bro. I'm getting tired of people making excuses for other people, but when it comes to certain people they don't like, they they have they all oh, this this that. Oh, he had this. He had this. No, buddy, you gotta give him his credit. Just like I don't like Tom Brady, but I give the man his credit. That's
2: all yeah, I got to say. <laughs> no problem. Credit goes to the Tennessee
1: Titans.
0: No, you oh, got to give credit to the Tannehill. To the <laughs> yes, Tannehill.
1: Just like my daughter. credit to, to Tannehill. Give to the Tannehill. to Tannehill. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like saying the man the best blood blood quarterback <laughs> in the league. <laughs> I know you he's not, no, not the best quarterback. No, no, nobody
0: my, said that. I'm, I'm going to say this to you, bro. If you watch the game, if they let Tannehill throw the ball more, they would have won the game. I'm being honest with you. My brother, my brother hates Tannehill. But he said if he let him throw the ball more, they would have won the game. They kept trying to force feed Derrick Henry. He wasn't going come back. He should have came back last week of the season, got his, got his legs under him a little bit so he could have some stamina. Because he, he was tired. You can look at him every time he, he – he got two or three carries in a row to he, he got out of the game. He was out of the game for three series back-to-back. They should have kept the ball giving it to Foreman because Foreman was breaking off um, <laughs> breaking yeah, off he runs. Was. He wasn't Derrick Henry. So, come on now, dude. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. If Derrick Henry never came back, they probably won the game because they were trying to force-feed the ball to Derrick Henry. If uh, Foreman started the game and played majority, of him, they would have won the game. They, who, who, had, who had the upper hand going to the, the playoffs? Foreman. Foreman had the momentum to the playoffs, not Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry yes, he's the bigger name, he's the better back, but Foreman had the momentum going to the, to the playoffs. So you should have started him and let Derrick Henry spell him or help him out more, but they wanted to start Derrick Henry. That's what fucked them up. Mm-hmm. And no one else fucked them up playing that weak ass zone. Letting that tight end go get open in the middle of the foot every fucking third down. That's what a tight end. That's on Rainbow and that's on Tennessee for throwing the three interceptions. You got to look at the whole game. People look at one, one half of the game, and they don't look at everything else. Because, I don't know. That is my humble opinion. You got a point. Because everybody knows if they play all those games over again, Buffalo wins the game. Titans win the game. I'm sorry, Banks. Tampa Bay wins the game. <clears throat> if they replay those games right now, as it stands right now, all teams moving on, they would have lost. And everybody knows that. It was a fluky, it was a fluky last week. That was fluky as hell. So,
2: you think the 49ers, that wasn't a real win? Like, you you, you think the, the Packers That wasn't run? a real the, the, the win. Rematch? I'm going
0: to say this. I'm going to say this to you, bro. If, that was a fluky win to me. It was fluky. It was, wow. it was fluky. It was a defensive battle. It was a defensive yeah. battle. But it's, I know yeah. banks, banks like to say, oh, this, that. He's supposed to be the best quarterback, the best receiver. He has a receiver, a running back. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> well, hey, listen, I mean, this number one. Well, yeah. I'm going to say one more thing. When he's gone next year, you're going to see how sorry the Packers really are. Yeah, that's, that's true.
2: That's true.
0: true. That's
2: true. But his numbers were pedestrian for him, but it wasn't inefficient. He was still efficient, 20 for 29, yeah. 225 yeah. yards. So he – I mean, that's not great numbers, but that's not bad numbers either. He, I don't know. He, he, he could have nah.
0: played better, though. Yeah, yeah he could have played better, yeah. But at the same time, when you have one weapon that you know who's going to get open, all they got to do is cover him. The other guy's not ready to step up. That's what happens, right? Because right. okay, you, if you look at the if you look at the Forty uh, the Niners, they got Debo Samuel, they got Ayuk, they got the tight end, they got two running backs. They're not only super superstars on the team is Debo and the tight end. Everybody else complimentary pieces that work well within the offense. They don't have the same like you could say the same thing with um, Tampa Bay. To to me, the best person on the team should be, um, what's his name, the the tall, light-skinned dude, the receiver, but he's slow. He doesn't fit Tom Brady's, how Tom Brady played football. He's not that kind of receiver. The best receiver for Tom Brady was A.B. That's why he didn't want A.B. to leave. (laughs) If you be honest, if A.B. was in that game, they would have won the game. The A.B. done all those option routes, all those little quick slants, you know how to read the defense. Know what, know what Tom, Tom Brady looking for? Yes, yeah. People say A. B. crazy, but that motherfucker no game. People don't yeah. understand it. They mean, he's a real wide receiver. Just being one hundred with you. It's like it's a lot of factors that went into the games that people don't realize. I stand. They lost. They lost. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, it's factors. I look at the whole game, not just oh this quarterback messed this up. You gotta look at the play calling on defense. Why? Why they got this play? Because if they were stopping them five times in a row, but they call a weak defense call, you are gonna say, "Oh man, look, look what they just did right there." So it, it is what it is, bro. I, I know I, people I, not gonna give I, them no props. <laughs> so I, I would like. I would like to
1: backtrack is. on that. On that. Uh, that Buccaneers game. You said that they would have played it over. The Buccaneers would have won. Yeah,
0: they would have won. I'm being one hundred. They would have won. I I, 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 I saying, love that. No, it, it was it, it, it was, maybe it was, was, tw- it was twenty round. something to three. Hold on, Matt, Matt, ask my ask my question. It was twenty something to three. How the fuck, Tom Brady come back again? It was three. You can't three, take that from the man. Three, that man is an assassin.
1: It was the man three is an assassin. Turnovers by the Rams though that set up Tom Brady. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, okay look at this. Look at this. Look. I'm gonna give you another example. The Tennessee Titans sacked buddy nine times nice interceptions pass. How the hell did he win the game? And it was two times back to two oh, times the two series. series. You understand what I'm saying? I said? They magically called the timeout. And they four down. Two times. Two times. Even my girl said something weird. Why they did that? They didn't call no timeout. Yeah, see nobody called no timeout. But they called the timeout. Come on now, dude. It's, I don't want to say it's a conspiracy <laughs> <Here's> theory. <this. laughs> but at the same time, I'm going to say this to you. They're building they're Borough building to be the next uh, Tom Brady. He does have it. I'm not going to front. He does have it. He does have it. They wanted what you call it, to be the next somebody. He can't do it. He need to sit down some, but I see Cam Newton and um, Josh Allen. He's Cam Newton. He's gonna be done in another couple years. He gonna be done. All he talking about. Somebody gonna <laughs> Josh Allen. To me, I see Cam Newton. Cause I don't see no around, Cam Newton.
1: I don't see no Cam. No no, no,
0: no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about his. I'm talking about all that running around he does, trying to run people over. That shit catches up with you after a while. Look what happened to Lamar this year. All that running around shit, that shit catches up to you after a while, dude. You can't keep doing that. You got to learn. Well, I'm going to say this. When you keep Josh Allen in the pocket, he sucks. And you know that. And yeah, you know that, uh, Divorce. You keep his our ass in the pocket, he's going to throw so many inaccurate passes that it's non, it don't make any sense. When he's I'm moving around, ad-libbing, improvising,
2: Huh? He played very well in the
0: playoffs. But but I'm going to say this to you. Look at, okay, if you rewatch that game, if you rewatch that game, all his passes were wide open passes. Besides, one pass. Every pass is a wide open receiver. I mean, five, ten yards wide open. Think about it now. That's him running around, making time for the person to break out. Because you can't. As a DB, you can't cover for that long. Somebody's going to break off for you. And oh, if the wide receiver has more, has an advantage over you as a defender, just being a hot 100, which you got to watch, you got to really watch the game. That's my, that, that's a, that's what I got to say. I need to go to the bank, put this money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Quintin, go ahead and do your thing, man.
0: I'm going to keep listening from the clouds, my brother.
1: All right, Quintay. Appreciate you. You made it,
0: brother. All right,
1: man. Now. now, I wanted to go ahead and, uh, since we was on the Josh Allen conversation, I wanted to go back and, 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 and talk about the overtime rules because this mm-hmm. week that's kind of like been the hot topic due to the fact that, okay, the Buffalo Bills went down and scored with, a minute left on a l- little bit less than a minute left on the clock. And then the Kansas City Chiefs came down, kicked the field goal and ended up tying the ball game going into overtime. And obviously you have to go through the the coin toss and the Kansas City Chiefs ended up winning the coin toss and they received obviously, and they went straight down the field and scored. Um, do you think that the overtime rule needs to be changed and give the opposing team an opportunity to win the game, too, as well.
2: I because re- remember the rules changed previously. Previously, you had any score, you would win, but now they switched it to if you score a field goal, the other team has a chance to either score a touchdown or score a field goal. So that changed as well. But now, it's if you score first, the game is over. I see there's people who are like, hey, stop them. This ain't football. You can, you know, stop being babies, like, stop them. If you want to be a great defense, if you want to go win a Super Bowl, stop them from scoring and get the ball back and score. There's people who think like that. Like, ain't no sympathy for you. So it's football. It's not. It's not. It's not golf or whatever it is. So there's people that feel that way, and then there's people like, that's not fair. You know that's, and I am more into. I think both teams should have a chance. If a team comes down and scores on you. You should have another chance to tie the game. Now, if you can't in four downs, then you should lose. I think that they should change it. But the old me, the old aggressive Greg, I would have been like, "Hey, y'all lost. If you want, if you didn't want them to score a touchdown, stop them. Be a man and man up and play defense." But you know, I'm older now, so I think differently. So I think both teams can, um, both teams should have a chance. You,
1: you know, know, I could not stand the old overtime rules. Yeah. And I'm looking at the the new overtime rules. If you can't prevent the opposing team from getting in the end zone, I get it. I get it because people all are going right. to be like, "Yeah, well, the defense was tired. They was on the field too long. Yada yada yada." I get it, but it all comes down to who wants it more. At that point, it's when you when you be in when you're in training camp, and you be doing those gassers. You be pushing yourself to to do more, and I feel like that's one of those situations. If if you guys want to go ahead and blame it on the Buffalo Bills defense being too tired, like they just didn't want it enough. So my thing is, I'm I'm cool with the with the NFL overtime rules right now. Now, mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't oppose if they did decide to change it. Like if they decided they wanted to go okay, it's sudden death, so it's going to start at the 20-yard line and you're going to have to get your way in the end zone. If you don't get in and the other team gets in, then you you win. But one thing that I will say that I don't like about overtime, the game should never end in a tie. And I'm talking about regular season. Even regular season? Well, yeah, regular season. In, in general, regular season. Because oh, I, 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 oh, yeah. I've never seen – I've never seen a, a overtime game in the playoffs that actually ended in the tie. I would think that they would finish it with a sudden death and oh, yeah. they would figure that out. But yeah, in, in the regular season, games should never end in a tie. That needs to be scrapped from the rule book. Somebody has to win the game. Like who who really wants to have Yeah, but an you eye the on game is
2: like three, three, four hours long. You just that's the long ass
1: football is well, hard somebody to do. Somebody gotta score at some point in time. <laughs> If that. three to know, four hours long, somebody's got to score at some point in time. We're not going to sit here and just go back and forth. See, like, the NBA,
2: I, I think the NBA, I'm trying to just put them there. I think there's three overtimes in the regular season, and after the third one, if it ends in a tie, it's a tie. But in the playoffs, they just keep going, three, four, five, fifth overtime. So I get that, but basketball is, is not as taxing to your body as football. So I don't know if that's – not in the regular season. In the playoffs, that matters more because the playoffs. But regular season, I don't mind the tie. I don't mind. Like, who wants to keep going after you get hit after hit for two, three, four hours and you're going to keep going? Nah, man, them dudes don't want to do that. Come on, down. <laughs> not in the regular season. In the playoffs, yes, but not in
1: the regular season. I hear you. Like I hear you for sure. I do. I hear you. But, I, but I hear it, your point too. I hear your as point As long as too, they, they get rid of, as long as they get rid of ties. I'm good. I, I don't <laughs> care what you do with the with the with the overtime rules. Outside of that, just do not have the games end in ties. That's it. Did we have um, a game
2: ending in the tie this year? Yeah, the Steelers and somebody. Yeah,
1: the Steelers and the Lions. They ended in right, a tie. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like that was ridiculous. I'm like, come on now. Like, can <laughs> we, true. like, can we, can we, can we get a sudden death? It just seemed like nobody wanted to win that game between the Steelers and the Lions. Like, it was either a turnover. Or was a stupid miscue by either Jared Goff? Oh, excuse me, it yeah. wasn't Jared Goff. That was a uh, Driscoll. Excuse me, is it was J- Driscoll or or Ben Roethlisberger? Like it was, it was literally a. I about hate to say it, a shit show. That's what it was. It was literally a shit show. <laughs> like, it was going back and forth, <laughs> but see, two of the worst teams in the league, and we just right. could not end this. We could, we could not end this game because nobody wanted to win it. That's just what I, That's that's what I've observed from that game.
2: Yeah, that game was ugly. It was ugly.
1: <laughs> but um, so, some people like that
2: excitement. Two, te- they some people like two teams battling it out, and they are just so evenly matched that they can't beat each other. That's that sounds stupid now that I say that. But I mean, there's people that think like that. So
1: who who, who are we kidding ourselves? <laughs> what the audience? What the audience wants to see there's is a who win a, a loss to win. Yeah. No, they want to see fifty million points on both sides wow. of each for each team. That's what they want to see. I
2: don't know, man. That, I'm telling you, that Green Bay San Francisco game was to me was a classic. That was a defense battle. I love those type of games. Not most people think like me. I get it, but but, I, but, you, I, but
1: you're not the average viewer, though. Well,
2: I think people still love old school football too. But I get you.
1: Yeah, like, if you are the average, but you were the average viewer, like. Most of these you wanna people, see points on the boards. Yeah, yeah. they both they want to see points on the board. I'm trying to figure out what Super Bowl. Oh, it was the Rams and the Patriots. I believe the, the that sec, the
2: second one, right? The second one.
1: The most recent one with Tom okay. Brady and Jared Goff. That right, one right, right. where the final score ended up being what?
2: Ten to six, I think.
1: It was like 13 to 6 or something like that. And I'll, so, I'll look it up. And like so many people we so upset with the result of the Super Bowl. That showed you right there that folks are not into defensive struggles. Like, did I say that right? Defensive struggles? Yeah. Defensive yes. struggles. They're not, so they're not into defensive struggles. They want to see points. They want to see 10,000-point score. Like, like, when you go to the Super if you go to side, if you decide to go to a Super Bowl party this year, Check, just check out the rest of the people that are in the room and see Mm -hmm. how they respond. If this, because let's let's just play devil's advocate. If it's going to be, let's see, or really at this point, I really feel like it's going to be hot, a lot of points going to be scored, regardless who's in the Super Bowl now at this point. So, not at the
2: 49ers, bro. You said not with the 49ers, you don't think so? I, don't, I think their defense is too good to. They're going to keep it close, whoever they play. I, I well, we're going to get into it, but go ahead, make your point. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, like just pay attention to the vibe of the of the people that are sitting down and watching the game. Like they literally react differently when they see a lot of points being scored. Like, like that's why folks think that last week's game with the Chiefs and the in the Bills was such a great game because like it was always somebody scoring, which I I'm not upset with it. Well, I'm not upset. I can I can understand how they feel. I love the game too. Like, seriously. Like, if it's on if it's on NFL Network, NFL replay, I'm going to sit down and watch it like it's a brand new experience.
2: <laughs> but so, you, you didn't like the Rams and Buccaneers game? That wasn't high scoring. That was low scoring. Well 30 yeah, to 27.
1: Yeah, I I I Look, I enjoy all forms of football. I'm not complaining. Well, only form of only game I didn't enjoy was probably the Detroit Lions in the in the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was probably the only game I didn't enjoy because it was really that ridiculous that nobody wanted to win that game. But <laughs> that's true. Like I, I'm 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 cool with any kind of football being played. If we're gonna sit here and play the long game, defensive struggles, we're not trying to turn the ball over because we know how good your defense is, and the final score ends up coming down like ten to ten to six or something like that. I'm cool with that. Like I literally have no problems. Oh, I take that back. I take that back. So the the Super Bowl with the Broncos and the Seahawks. You remember that one? Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was a boring Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that was.
2: It was. You know what else was boring to me? Was that the uh, the Steelers and the Seahawks back from back in the day? I thought that was boring too.
1: That wasn't that bad because at least there was oh, some something going on in the game where it wasn't that bad. But that Broncos and Seahawks Super Bowl, that was very, very underwhelming. And it was extremely mm-hmm. boring after I will probably say the third or fourth score that the Seattle Seahawks decided to put up on the board. Mm-hmm. But, man. Like when you sit when you sit back and like seriously think about it for real you'd be like damn like I literally sat down and I've watched this many Super Bowls true but there's some
2: super Bowls that were low scoring that were great like um the Rams and the the Rams and the Patriots the first one that I thought that that was low scoring but that that was great as well when that spectacle? like
1: when that like 24 21 something like that
2: I think think it was 21 to no I think you're right 24 or 21. But that's I mean, like, not that's to me. That's still a low score. I I say high scoring is when you get into the thirties or the forties. If you were in the twenties and under twenty five, that's still a de- that's still pretty much a defensive game.
1: Yeah, true. I I hear you. I definitely hear you. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this Super Bowl is going to be exciting. Like I'm looking. 20. Go ahead. Bro. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I I want. I wanted to come down to the wire. Where it be a good score would be twenty-four thirty-one, something like that. I feel like that would be a very, very good, a very, very good um score to be when the clock strikes zero and the confetti is dropping to crown, whoever the team is, gonna be in the Super Bowl. So it was the 20, champion of the world.
2: The seventeen, the Patriots over the Rams back in two thousand two. But yeah, I, I think I think who regardless of whoever gets in, it's gonna be a great regardless. I don't care who it is. But I have my personal picks
1: though. 1000%. All right. I guess the time has come for us to go ahead and move forward with the conference championship uh spreads. But first things first, this episode of Not for Debate Podcast is brought to you bet us. Uh Upon sign up, you can go ahead and uh, put in the promo code NFD BET all cap. You get one hundred and twenty five percent with the sign up. Um, what's the first game we got up on the screen? Right? Well, we only got the same, So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, oh Bengals at have- Chiefs, and Chiefs are a seven. Uh, well, sorry, a seven point favorite. I think that's right. I think that's right. I think the game, the win in the regular season, because, you know, they just played, I think, week 16, I believe. They just recently played. Um, it wasn't too long ago. I think the Bengals needed that win more than the Chiefs did, because if the Bengals, the Chiefs lost, they still would have been in position to get the number one seed, which is exactly what happened. I think that was just a regular season win. I think the Chiefs are a better team, and I, I've i said it since, like, week 12, 13, that they've adjusted, and that's my team out of the AFC to go to the, the championship. So, I'm going to stick with it. Give me the Chiefs
1: to cover on and win the game. Cover and win the game. Hmm. I like it, G. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals. On the road, huh? I'm going with the Bengals on the road, yes. So, you got the Bengals in the Super Bowl, boy. Oh, wait cool. a minute. The Bengals are at home, ain't they? No, no, the Chiefs are at home. Chiefs has number one seat. No, right? wait, the, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, them, yeah, you're right. The Kansas City Chiefs are at home. I'm full. My fault. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Chiefs are at home. So I'm going with the Bengals. Underdog to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to go ahead and money line them. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't be wrong, but I just got the Chiefs see hey, just... They're hot right now. Who do they play? Tennessee. Fula. No, they
2: didn't.
1: Who do the Bengals play? Okay. Yeah, they play Tennessee.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Just making sure, you know. Yeah, they played Tennessee last week. We just got <laughs> finished talking about Ryan Tannehill. So... I know, DeVore, I was trying to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was. That went right over yeah. my head. But... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and money line them. You're going to go ahead and take the... Chiefs, the Chiefs with the points. Uh, right? with the with the points, yeah. All right. So, last but not least... We have the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Rams are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The 49ers beat the Rams six times in a row over the
2: last two, three seasons, I believe. Six times in a row? Six times in a row, yeah. Um, Do I believe that the 49ers will beat the Rams? Yes, I do. I really do, and I'm sorry, Banks, but yeah. I just think that defense is too much. Um, I know the Rams have a good defense too, but there's something there's something special to me about that 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 49ers defense. Like they play hard, they got so much energy. And maybe I'm going off emotions. I don't know. But sometimes the game is mental, and I think that they're on the road. Man, a lot of teams have come out of the six seed, playing a wild card, playing on the road, three games in a row. And I think that this this is going to be one of the teams that are you know that going to surprise people they already beat the bucket the Packers sorry um now they got the Rams and this is a rivalry game it's going to be a good game but I'm going with the 49ers give me the 49ers uh money line hmm.
1: six times in a row they beat them right you said so this is going to be yeah. seven if they pull this off on Sunday
0: Hmm.
1: I guess I'm going underdog for both games I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I'm 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 going with the 49ers. Like the thing is
2: the, go ahead, go ahead. I have a question. Nah, nah, go, nah.
1: Go, ahead. go ahead. Ask your question. I'm my bad.
2: No, I just have a question. Um, do you believe in the offense from Jimmy Garoffalo? Like he, he stinks it throughout the regular season, but somehow he's becoming Joe Flacco and Eli Manning in the playoffs just out of nowhere. Do you think he's he, his that offense is good enough to beat the Rams?
1: I wouldn't exactly call him Joe Flacco. I, to be honest with you, he's just probably lucky. So he's on that Eli, yeah. Eli Manning status right now without the rings, because, like, you said, you weren't you weren't happy with Aaron Rodgers' stat line. But let's be one hundred with each other. Jimmy Garoppolo threw that interception at the end of the first half, yeah. and right after that, Aaron Rodgers slings the ball down the field to Aaron Jones, and. I was so confident when I was watching it on TV. I was so confident that Aaron Jones was gonna walk right into the end zone. So I looked down for a second, then I looked up, and then I realized Aaron Jones got tackled. Like what the hell? Like he was literally about to walk in the end zone, and he ended up he just ends up getting tackled, and then you obviously right after that they had the block field goal. So mm-hmm. let's just That's say <laughs> Let's just say, like, if Aaron Jones would have gotten the end zone, you would have been would you have been satisfied with Aaron Rodgers' one touchdown for the whole game and also them walking away with a W?
2: Yes, because I don't think he played bad, but 20 for 29, that's like for Aaron Rodgers, that's like pedestrian numbers. That's like a quarterback who's just managing the game. He should have at least 35 to 40 passes a game. And one touchdown. But if he kept those same similar numbers with one touchdown and the win, I would have said he had a decent performance. I still would have been like, hey, you know, maybe he could have did more. But if they won the game, you just have to win some ugly way in the playoffs. Sometimes the game is just ugly. You just have to find a way to win. And I I know y'all remember that I um, said something in the chat. I thought that the Packers was just going to do just enough to win the game. Just do just enough. Because the 49ers' defense were – the forty ers at least on defense, was playing that special that you have to try to just win an ugly game. They stopped you with the whole game. One drive could have finished it. But, you know, the field goal, the block field goal, and it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. But he didn't have a bad game. I just thought he could have had a better game to his standards.
1: Right. So, just looking at the 49ers, like, they have a lot of weapons on the roster. So. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, are they going to be able to compete with the Rams? Because the Rams got a lot of weapons on their roster.
2: That they do as well. I, I just feel like, and I hate to say this, but I feel like Stafford is going to throw a pick at the wrong time. I hope he doesn't, but he just has that in him, you know, that he's going to mess up one time. So I don't know. That. I don't know. For Banks' sake, I you know want his Rams to go, but I just don't. I don't think anybody, not anybody. I don't think the Rams can beat the 49ers. I just don't see it.
1: I'm about Hey look, I'm you know I'm all about the underdog. I'm gonna go ahead and go take the 49ers. Seven games in a row, they're gonna beat the Los Angeles Rams. And guess what? The best part about it is, is they beat the Rams. Banks oh, is gonna be quiet as quiet as a church mouse when we come when we come back Sunday Sunday night. Oh, he might not even show up. Oh, you already know. <laughs> you already know. Banks ain't even gonna show up if that happens. We we go here for, make sure we, we here put here him for, on suicide watch make sure nothing happened to him
2: put out an app.
1: y'all seen banks where he at <laughs> yeah where he at all that trolling he was doing all this week <laughs> where is he at so yeah I'm gonna go ahead and go with I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Niners upsetting the Los Angeles Rams with the with, with the money line.
2: Okay. But be put, be ready if this if the Rams win because he, then he's gonna talk so much
1: oh yeah I, I already know I already know what's gonna happen. If they win, like he probably gonna drive around his neighborhood honking the horn saying, The Rams going to the playoffs. The Rams are <laughs> going to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're approaching that uh fifty-five minute mark. Did you have any any final thoughts before we end up closing this thing out, man? I um I honestly believe that
2: James Harden – and Joel Embiid would be a perfect match for each other. I really think that that will. I think that would actually – I think Harden would feel at home if he plays with plays in Philly. I think he can handle Joel Embiid's attitude, and I think Harden can – I think Joel Embiid can get Harden mentally tough because I don't know if you've been watching, but this guy, Joel, is just carrying the Sixers, and he and on top of that, he's balling. And he got all these shake moves, and like I don't know what he did in the offseason, but that boy is balling, and it's just so disappointing – that Ben Simmons sees that, see how, how how this man is carried in team, and you just don't care. Like, get him out of Philly, trade him, get him out, get put, find a way to get James Harden in Philly because he doesn't want to be in Brooklyn. That is another conversation. That Brooklyn team is a, a psychological mess. But um, yeah, James Harden with uh, Joel Embiid would be a good fit in my opinion. But other than that, you know, peace and love. That's all.
1: And we went over this. We, we, we probably going to pop the save it till Saturday as far as the whole Ben Simmons conversation. Once you burn that bridge, that's it. Well, I'm not playing with you no more. Like you that's ain't true. stick up for me in the playoff game. Like what are what, what we talking about? But Banks tried to Ben Simmons crucified me too. So I understand how Ben Simmons feels.
2: I, I get his point of it, but it's just, it's just frustrating because if when they were on the floor together, they were the, the best defensive team in the league. And I think if he just would have tried more, they probably could have won a championship together, but unfortunately he's not happy there. So maybe the problem is Doc Rivers. I don't know, but that's another conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, we I guess we're going to find out because the trade deadline is rolling right around the corner. February. February, What's the trade deadline? February. What? I think 16th, February 16th. So we got the, well, all-star weekend is right around the corner that's true too that's interesting uh but really i really don't have anything else i guess we're going to be back on saturday evening around 9 p.m eastern time um be sure to go ahead and follow us on our twitter instagram and our facebook pages you could also listen to us on our apple podcast spotify anchor and all other major streaming platforms also be sure to sign up with bet us where we sponsor our bets where you can get 125 percent in bonuses With your sign-up by using NFD Bet. This is the Not for the Bay Podcast. We're about to here, man. Later. Later. Peace.